Hey kids, it's time for Devos. Yay, Devotions! We have a great show planned for today, and I'm so glad you're here with me because this is Donuts and Devos, where God sprinkles his love on us and feeds our faith. Jesus will lead us and teach us. He will lead us to peace. We are the children that he loves. Jesus, teach us to be just like you. Your words are true, so we're Donuts and Devos. Lead us to peace. We're Donuts and Devos. We're Donuts and Devos. We're Donuts and Devos. Hey kids, this is Donuts and Devos, and I'm Mary Faith. Welcome back to our podcast. This is a show just for you, where we read the Bible, we talk about what it means, we memorize God's word through music, and we learn as much as we can about God. Reading and hearing these important Bible truths helps to feed our faith and grow in God's word each week. We have survived the flood with Noah up to this point, and the world now has a new beginning. But a lot has changed in this new world that Noah and his family are now entering, and God makes a promise that brings comfort and peace. Now we have some activity worksheets and coloring pages for our listeners that will help you follow along with our Bible reading and devotion today. These can be found on our website at DonutsAndDevos.com. The fill in the blank section in the top left hand corner of your activity worksheet, you can use that during our Bible story. If you can't fill them all in, it's okay, don't worry. You can find the answers after our show in the Bible. During our devotion, listen very carefully and see if you can hear those words that we have listed in the section on the left hand side of the sheet. There's also space to draw and doodle and another space to write down this week's memory verse to really help you remember it throughout the day. The coloring pages can be for our listeners who do not read yet, so they will have something to help keep their attention while listening. All of these printables are free and, like I mentioned, they can be found on our website at DonutsAndDevos.com for you to print out before devotion time. Before we get started, let's open up with the Lord's Prayer. Are you kids ready? Yeah! Then let's fold our hands and bow our heads. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. All right, kids, it's time for us to dunk ourselves into God's Word. Our Bible reading is the last few verses from Genesis chapter 8 and chapter 9. Noah is coming out of the ark, probably ecstatic that they are finally on dry land, and he doesn't have to be stuck with all those animals and the smells and the sounds. Pastor Glaze, do you think you'd be able to live a year on the ark in those conditions? 
Um, let's just say Noah was a special man. Yes, he was. And so very thankful to God for keeping them safe through this earth-changing event. And now God blesses Noah and his family and makes an everlasting promise that is still with us to this very day. Let's find out what that was. Starting at Genesis chapter 8, verse 20. Then Noah built an altar to the Lord and took some of every clean animal and some of every clean bird and offered burnt offerings on the altar. And when the Lord smelled the pleasing aroma, the Lord said in his heart, I will never again curse the ground because of man, for the intention of man's heart is evil from his youth. Neither will I ever again strike down every living creature as I have done. While the earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night, shall not cease. And God blessed Noah and his sons, and said to them, Be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. Every moving thing that lives shall be food for you. And as I gave you the green plants, I give you everything. And for your lifeblood, I will require a reckoning. From every beast I will require it, and from man. From his fellow man I will require a reckoning for the life of man. Whoever sheds the blood of man by man shall his blood be shed. For God made man in his own image. And you, be fruitful and multiply, increase greatly on the earth and multiply in it. Then God said to Noah and to his sons with him, Behold, I establish my covenant with you and your offspring after you, and with every living creature that is with you, the birds, the livestock, and every beast of the earth with you, as many as came out of the ark. It is for every beast of the earth. I establish my covenant with you, that never again shall all flesh be cut off by the waters of the flood, and never again shall there be a flood to destroy the earth. And God said, This is the sign of the covenant that I make between me and you and every living creature that is with you for all future generations. I have set my bow in the cloud, and it shall be a sign of the covenant between me and the earth. When I bring clouds over the earth and the bow is seen in the clouds, I will remember my covenant that is between me and you and every living creature of all flesh. And the waters shall never again become a flood to destroy all flesh. When the bow is in the clouds, I will see it and remember the everlasting covenant between God and every living creature of all flesh that is on the earth. God said to Noah, This is the sign of the covenant that I have established between me and all flesh that is on the earth. This is quite the interesting conversation that the Lord has with Noah after they left the ark and came onto dry land. God is telling Noah the same thing he told Adam, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth again. But other than that, almost everything has changed on the earth. The face of the earth must have dramatically altered in appearance from the violence of the foundations of the great deep bursting forth. I bet that's how the Grand Canyon was formed. And many other jaw-dropping, amazing geographical and geological sites, possibly even the formation of our continents. And the relationship between man and animals changes too. Yeah, it did. Adam and Eve had harmony with the animals, and we see that when God brought the animals to Noah. And he was able to take care of them on the ark. But now God tells Noah that people are now allowed to hunt and use animals for food? And even have animals as pets, since man was given dominion over them. Well, I guess God knew that the earth wouldn't be as fruitful as before, so it would be hard to grow things. Food wouldn't be so easy to come by anymore, so using animals for food was allowed by God, but not the killing of humans. Exactly. 
God is clearly establishing the difference between animals and humans by demanding a reckoning or holding someone accountable if they were to kill another human. This is such a clear proclamation from God about how valuable human life is as we were made in God's own image. God wants humans to be fruitful and multiply, not harm and kill each other. And that takes us to the very covenant God makes with Noah that proves how important he holds life. Never again will God destroy all flesh through floodwaters, that there will never be a flood to destroy the whole earth. No matter how wicked the people of the world may become, no matter how corrupt they become, no matter what we even do, God will not blot the whole of creation out by floodwaters. And when God makes a promise, he also gives a sign to help us remember that promise. In this case, God placed a rainbow in the clouds, God's special significant sign of his covenant. You heard the promise of God. The bow is in the clouds. I will see it and remember the everlasting covenant between God and every living creature of all flesh that is on the earth. And what sight to see after a storm, those beautiful colors of a rainbow reflecting in the sky over the clouds. Though the flood changed almost everything in the world, it did not change God's love for us. His love and care for his creation will last, just like the rainbow in the sky. Noah, his family, and the animals survived the flood. They made it through almost a year on the ark, and God kept his promise to keep them safe. You kind of want to go, phew, right? Yeah. <laughs> the water slowly went down, and finally they could leave the ark. What do you think they saw when they finally came off the ark onto dry land? Sun. Sun. Mountains. Mountains. What else? Hills. Hills. Trees. Trees. Oh, do you think there were any trees? Mm-hmm. Well, actually, there weren't yeah. because the floodwaters brushed them and washed them all away. Oh. So there were definitely a lot of bare land, maybe some mountains they hadn't seen before, but absolutely no other creatures were on the entire earth. It was just them. Whoa, that's going to be, I don't know. Well, think <laughs> about it. Think about being the only people on the entire world. That would be kind of scary, actually. Fun! Why would it be fun? Because you can play with the animals and you can do anything with the animals, wipe them. But what if the animals don't know what you're saying and they try to kill you, huh? Well, these were the animals that Noah was with on the ark. So they all came off. But interestingly enough, we heard that things did start to change. The world was starting over again. And God was right there with Noah and his family, just like he was with Adam and Eve. And God explained what life was going to be like. There would now be seasons that would always come. Fall, winter, spring, and summer. Well, this meant that with the seasons, it would still rain. And after such a terrible flood and so much water, Noah and his family must have been terrified whenever clouds came over the earth and it started to rain. I mean, wouldn't you be pretty frightened if you survived a huge flood and then saw storm clouds come in and heard the thunder and lightning rumble? 
Yes, that was scary. But this is where God continues to show his love and care for his creation. He tells Noah that he will never again flood the whole earth because man's life is valuable. And to help Noah and God remember this promise, he placed a rainbow in the clouds as the sign of this promise. The rainbow reminds us that we don't have to fear the storms, the dark clouds, or that hard rain that will fall from the sky. Because who's with us? Jesus! God is with us and will not destroy the earth with floodwaters again. And it's such a magnificent sight to see as the storm passes by and a rainbow stands above the earth. All those colors. What colors can you think of in a rainbow? Red, orange, yellow, green, blue, purple, violet. Um, What's your favorite color in the rainbow? All of them. All of them. I think that's a great answer. Yellow. Yellow. And that's pretty bright, too. Well, that rainbow wasn't just a promise to Noah, but to God's entire creation, which means you and me. So, you know, the rainbow we see now is the same one Noah saw. How incredible and amazing is that? Let's say thank you to God for such a beautiful and everlasting promise. Dear Heavenly Father, Dear Heavenly Father, Thank you for placing the rainbow in the sky. Thank you for placing the rainbow in the sky. As a sign of your promise. As a sign of your promise. To never flood the earth again. To never flood the earth again. Amen. Amen. Can you guess what our faith word of the day is? We've talked about it quite a lot. Is it ark? No. Were you not paying attention? That was last week. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh-huh. I, I imagine it has something to do with something colorful in the sky. Okay. Now you're getting warmer. As it's summer, we have been seeing a few of them lately after our summer storms. Guys, are you talking about a rainbow? Miss Baker, you're early. You're not supposed to be here yet. Rainbow it is. I like to think of it as God's signature in the sky. Kind of like my special sprinkled filling I add to my long johns. Seriously, you're too early. We aren't ready to sing yet. Oh, okay. I will just sit over here quietly. But really, the rainbow is God's visible sign of his everlasting promise. Not only do we see it in the sky when it rains, but God also sees it. And when he sees it, although he again sees the corruption of man, we can be assured of his promise to never destroy the world by a flood. The rainbow is God's rainbow, not the world's. God has given the rainbow its meaning, a signature of his care for his creation. Just like another signature of his love for this sinful world, his son Jesus on the cross. Just as God sees the rainbow and remembers, he sees Jesus and remembers his mercies to us forgiveness of our sins, and life and salvation, all for the sake of Christ. Well, we all know Miss Baker is here, all ready to teach us our memory verse for this week. The Bible reading was just so interesting, and I absolutely love rainbows. The colors, the beauty. Can you blame me for coming early? 
Not at all. And you are more than welcome to pop in at any time. Why, thank you. But right now, let's get to our Bible verse. It's another verse from Psalms, which are wonderful verses to commit to our hearts. And this one is no exception. It's Psalm 86, verse 5, and reminds us how God forgives and loves us, his children, as we call on his name. Psalm 86, verse 5 says, For you, O Lord, are good and forgiving, abounding in steadfast love to all who call upon you. Are you ready to learn some music? Yeah! All right, I'm going to play it through once, so just listen. For you, O Lord, are good and forgiving, abounding in steadfast love to all who call upon you. For you, O Lord, are good and forgiving, abounding in steadfast love to all who call upon you. Do-do-do-do-do. friends let's work on learning this song so the first part's a little tricky it's got a special introduction so listen first and then you get to come in so repeat after me for you oh lord your turn for you oh lord my turn are good and forgiving your turn fantastic and as always it is so much fun to learn our memory verse to music so hopefully our listeners at home are able to join in with you and if you want you can go ahead and subscribe to our youtube channel at donuts and devos and you can probably sing along with our memory verse as often as you want throughout the week a good and forgiving abounding in steadfast love to all who call upon you for you That's it for our show today. Next time here on Donuts and Devos, we're jumping many years ahead, but in only one chapter. Sometimes that's how the Bible works. God wants the people to spread out and care for this huge world he's given them, but they kind of don't want to. They wanted to build a really big tower instead, and for all the wrong reasons. You won't want to miss this story. A big thank you goes out to all the kids out there who listen and learn about God with us. For my adult listeners, thank you as well. Please be sure to visit our website at DonutsAndDevos.com before our show each week for those free printables for the kids that will help them through our devotion. Please subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen, and we'd love it if you leave a review. That helps other families find us and hopefully enjoy our podcast like you do. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, where we'd love for you to share our show. 
A special thank you to Pastor Glaze and Miss Baker who helped make our show come alive with biblical truths and music. And for our younger guests, you are awesome. I'm Mary Faith, and you've been listening to Donuts and Devos, where we connect kids to Christ and fill them with joy and Jesus' peace. Bye, kids. See you next time. Yes, too.